1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Kevin Stefanski will be speaking in the noon hour. His press conference coming up. I will have it right here on The Fan. You will hear this man asking questions during that press conference. He's on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Covers the Browns for the Chronicle Telegram, brownszone.com, where you can read all of Scott's work. He's Mr. Scott Petrack. Hi, Scott.
0: What's going on, guys? Hey, man.
2: Before we get into things, we ended the last segment. The name Roger Staubach came up. I said I worked a game with Roger, and he was intrigued, wanted to hear it. So here it is, the quick version. Uh, I worked with Frank Lieber, who is a CBS announcer based out of Dallas on golf tournaments and such. And Mr. Gleiber and I came up with a nice relationship. He was very helpful to me when I was a young college guy. Called me one day and said, hey, I'm doing a game in Pittsburgh. You want to come spot for me? I said, sure. I was a senior at Kent State at the time. Kent State on Saturday played Navy and lost 31 to nothing. Hmm. I'm at Three Rivers Stadium. Frank introduces me, to said, Roger, I'd like you to meet our spotter today. This is Jeff Phelps. He's a young guy from Kent State who has done uh, a lot of spotting and work for me with golf. And Roger said, Kent State, we sure took care of you yesterday, didn't we? <laughs> and that was my brush with greatness. And you Roger said, Staubach. I don't
0: play. I just watch. There
2: and it call. goes. Uh, the reason his name came up, one of our callers said, the only guy I can think of who had two years off was that guy who played in Dallas. And I said, who was like in Vietnam? And yes, it was Roger Staubach. And... Deshaun Watson didn't look good yesterday. Your impressions were what?
3: Yeah, obviously, didn't look good. There's no doubt about that. I was surprised at how, I guess, bad his performance was. Um, the throws into the dirt. I just felt like everything looked a little slow to me when I was watching him. The decision-making, when he had a little pressure in his face, he didn't look comfortable. Um, everything seemed more deliberate, even his strong motion. You know, i I know it's only practice, and when we're watching practice, it's only individual drills, right? So there's not even any defense. But the ball was flying out of his hand last week, like a ton of zip, quick motion, easy release, and I didn't see any of that on Sunday, and I think it just goes back to the rust, the fact that it's really difficult to play in this league. I don't care what defense you're going against. Um, The speed is just unbelievable, and if you're not used to it, it shows up in a bunch of ways, And, and I think it really showed up with Watson in numerous ways, he just didn't look like the guy that you're used to seeing. If you flash back a couple of years to how he played with the Texans, um,
0: I I'm still kind of uh, like digesting everything from yesterday, Scott. And I'm just, you know, I'm not blown. I I I think I would have been blown away if he would have looked really, really good yesterday. That would have been the ultimate surprise. And the way he played yesterday, I I'm not gonna lie, I didn't. I kind of expected that, and so to have the other team or the other two sides of the ball be able to pick him up, I thought w- was great, and then I started thinking, man, where's that been all year? Why couldn't we have the defense, you know, and is, is that as much a byproduct of just playing Houston or is that the defense truly like, hey, we're going to step it up and we're going to do whatever it takes to help this guy out?
3: Well, I mean, it's hard to tell because I think the fact that it was Houston skews everything. Yeah, obviously it was necessary. It was hugely important that the defense and special teams were able to score, and the defense has put together a couple back-to-back strong performances that allowed the offense to struggle. Right against Tampa Bay, the offense went you know three plus quarters without scoring, uh, so that was imperative that the defense was able to play well. So that I mean that's a good sign, but I just don't think you can read too much into it when it comes against the Texans, who are clearly the worst team in the league. Uh, I will say, Andy, I'm surprised you thought it would be that bad. Like I knew there'd be rust and I knew there'd be a transition period, but I didn't think it would be that bad. Like I, I thought, I, I agree I with the you, over yeah. under it, 200 yeah. yards. And I thought, well, I think it goes for 200 yards. You know, he winds up throwing for 131. um, you know, bouncing balls. Like, I, I just didn't think it would look as bad as it did.
2: Scott Petrack joining us. The, uh, the rest of the offense seemed a little out of whack. I, I think Kareem Hunt got a lot of run, which was good. I thought Nick Chubb looked good. The, the receivers obviously aren't going to look good if the quarterback doesn't look good. But, Scott, I, I will say there were times that I saw Deshaun Watson out there and I thought, well, we haven't seen anything like that for a while in a good way. You know, you, you there were glimpses I thought of, okay, this is what we signed up for here. Now, can you make that the majority of the play rather than you know just like a glimpse here and there?
3: Yeah, there were a couple of them. You know, he I think there's a play. It might have even be been on that first drive where he avoids a sack. You know, and it's like, man, I've seen him do that before. You know, he really ducks low and yeah. gets outside. And I wasn't able to turn it into a completion, uh, but there was that. There was you know just the the run threat. You know, they he had that one run that he called back most of it because of a holding. But where he gets outside the pocket, you could see, you know, even the RPO action, right, the the bootleg action where, man, he might be able to keep that and turn the corner. You saw evidence of that, but there wasn't the results that you'd expect that you've seen so many times in Houston. But, yeah, I mean, you see that, Jeff, and I don't think – I mean, the guy's 27, right? I don't think there's any real reason to not expect him to get back to that level, assuming – From a mental, psychological standpoint, he's able to leave all the the off-the-field stuff behind, right, and that he's able to focus on football. You know, athletically, he's as gifted as he ever was. So you would expect that to come back, that he would play like that again. Now, the problem when it comes to 2022 is he's got to play like that against Cincinnati, or at least approach it for them to have a chance to win what's really a must-win if they're going to go to the playoffs, right? So the ramp-up period was one week in Houston – and now he's got to play much better, and he's got to play, you know, I think at a level that Jacoby Brissett played at, right? Like Jacoby Brissett gave the Browns a chance to win kind of week in and week out. Now Watson has to do that against the Bengals because the Bengals are so much better than the Texans. It's in Cincinnati. You know, Cincinnati's fighting for the number one seed in the, you know, in the AFC. The performance of your quarterback has to jump significantly, and I just don't know if one week of game action will be enough to get Watson to the level he needs to be
0: Scott here, here I, this is like the big big picture question right because we know what Jacoby looked like against Cincinnati the first time they played we know what the team looked like the first time they played against Cincinnati <clears throat> and you're never out of it until they tell you you're done till you're eliminated and I like I listened to a lot of phone calls yesterday and I was just talking to people and they're like man dude would we have a better chance against Cincinnati with Jacoby or would we have a better chance with Deshaun and 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 really, what, what are we talking about here for the rest of the season? Are we concerned about the guy who's going to be our quarterback for a long time? Or are you playing for now? And I, I it's a really weird position that I, I don't really know that – I mean, other than when you know you're tanking, but we're in a weird spot, aren't we? I, like, how do you
3: perceive this? Yeah, I think it's certainly weird. And, um, you know, it never really crossed my mind that they wouldn't stick with Watson. I mean, you know, they committed to him as their guy, they're paying him a ton of money, they traded all those picks like you play him. And right. you know, and I think you probably need to play him this year so that he's ready to go week one next year and there's not a huge growing pains next year, right? Even though you have another off season, you have another preseason, it's still he hasn't played you know, he has only played X number of regular season games. So I think these last six weeks are important from that standpoint, and I don't think it'd be a great message if you you know, go back and forth with your quarterbacks. And I even think that playing Watson in the last six games probably gives you the best chance to run the table, given that he's got more potential than Jacoby Brissett. But it's a fair question and a fair argument or discussion to have whether or not Jacoby Brissett would give the Browns a better chance to win in Cincinnati. And if you just look at Watson yesterday, you'd say, obviously, it's Jacoby Brissett. But I think there is a feeling that Watson will be better right? He can't be worse. So he will be better. The question is, how much better will he be? And can he approach the level that Jacoby Brissett played at? And I think that's, you know, I don't think that's crazy to think he could approach that, but it would need to be a significant leap because he was nowhere near that against Houston.
2: Scott Petrack joining us, brownzone.com, where you can read all of Scott's work. Am I allowed to think, okay, the defense did a really nice job rather than think, okay, the defense was playing the Houston Texans?
3: Yeah, you can think the first one. I, I think you kind of have to acknowledge it. You don't have to say it, Jeff, but you have to acknowledge <laughs> that it was against the Texans, right? And I think they're the thirty second second ranked offense. Yeah. And you know, Allen didn't look like he belonged on a field at quarterback. Uh, but you know, the defense is playing hard. Yet it's the first time the Browns have had their entire secondary at full strength for a long time, and it looks pretty good when you have those three corners. You know, Newsom and Ward and Emerson, and then. You know, John Johnson the third, makes a play to start the game and he was a little lucky, but he was still there and made the play. Grant Delpit makes a play on the goal line, you know, and it's not perfect, right? Delpit I think takes some took some bad angles in the run game, but he made a big play on fourth and one at the goal line. So you know, I, I think if you have I guess looking even looking forward to Cincinnati, you say, Okay, how do you match up with that team? Well you go, Okay, the Browns have three really good corners and the Bengals go with a lot of three wides and maybe that's a way that they can match up and you try to go get the quarterback, the Bronze have had success pressuring Joe Burrow in the past. For whatever reason, they haven't lost to Joe Burrow. Can they continue that? Can they do it again? Um, and I certainly think it's okay to feel optimistic given that the defense has played better the last two weeks, even, again, you know, even though those two opponents didn't have really explosive offenses.
2: Scott, thank you, sir. We'll listen for your voice during Kevin's press conference today.
3: Okay, thanks, fellas. Thanks, Scott.
2: Scott Petrak, joining us on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Covers the Browns for the Chronicle Telegram. You can read all of his work at brownzone.com.
1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.